Yo, yo, what's up? It's Greg Santos. Welcome to episode 449 of CEO Life. You are the CEO of your life, whether you want to be or not. Just waking up here. It's Sunday. I usually do my podcast in the evening, but today is going to be a, a very special night because we have, I think, 17 entrepreneurs in London that we're meeting out for dinner tonight. So, I messaged Yasmina several weeks ago before I left for London. I said, I want to have a dinner party with a bunch of people when I get to London. So we put together a list of people we'd like to see and we'd like to have a dinner party. And we put it together. We have a we had a really, really high yes rate. A lot of people were saying, yeah, man, I'm in. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm like, dang, this is awesome. So we're going to have about 17 people. Uh, we're going to be going to you know dance class it's some kind of um latin dance you know she pronounces it better than i do i'm not even going to attempt it later on and then after that we have the dinner party so um and then after the dinner party you know we're going to still be out so i'm going to make the podcast early today this week has been this actually this first week in london really flew by i've been quarantined for the most part just going on walks when I can. Uh, it's been very productive. The days just fly by. You wake up in the morning and then you get a couple hours of work and next thing you know you're eating lunch. Next thing you know, you you know, a couple hours of you know working together um with Yasmina. And then and then you know you, you have dinner and then just you know some conversation. Next thing you know it's 9 p.m. You're like, oh my God. I gotta go and get to bed, and it just it, the days just fly by so fast, and it's been incredible. But there's a few things that I've been jostling around in my head for I don't even know for a while, a couple of weeks at least, and it's the thought of you know the hardest thing in the world I feel is to really, truly, authentically be yourself. To really express who you are, your true thoughts, your true feelings, your true self, and how you are, not bending to the frame of other people and living how you want to live. Not necessarily living how you think you're supposed to live, and instead of putting your foot down and saying, no, this is what I want for my life. This is the realness. I didn't think that joke was funny. I'm not going to laugh at it. I don't feel the need. Why do I need to have this super polite small talk? Why do I feel like I got to put on this, uh, this social mask when I hang out with certain people or when... In certain contexts, what I have to feel like I have to put on a certain face to show this person something. I don't know. I don't, I don't want that. I want to really fully be me. If I'm if I'm feeling grumpy in a particular moment, I'm gonna be grumpy. Why do I feel the need to have to change my state so this person can see me different or or I have to be different? And I was uh, I was hanging out with Yasmina this week. And we were we were walking, 
And I kept saying, you know, I just really want to be me. I just really want to fully be myself. And she was like, well, who are you? Who are you then? And I didn't have an answer for it. I was like, I don't know. In the moment, I guess I did it. But when I thought about it more, I thought, well, really what it is, is I want to be congruent. And what congruent is, is where I'm aligned with my thoughts, my words, and my actions. But I was also thinking, I was hanging out with, you know, a group of friends. It was me, Yasmina, and a really, really good friend of ours, Aaron. Uh, last night, we met up with another guy, Alex. But I was talking to Aaron, and I was... I was saying, you know, there's there's a few there's few people that I really really respect, and one of those people is Khabib Nurmagomedov, and Khabib is one of the greatest UFC fighters of all time, and recently retired. He went twenty nine and zero, never lost a a fight. And arguably never lost a round. This guy was just an impeccable fighter. Amazing. And he was interviewed on Mike Tyson's podcast. And it was a phenomenal podcast. If you're into fighting at all, I highly recommend it. And, and if not, there there is some good life philosophy stuff in there. Especially from Khabib because he's, he's Russian. Uh, but he's also very humble. But he's objective or at least as objective as you can be. But one thing I, I admire about Khabib is he's a man of principle. His father was a big part of his fighting journey. And his father had died of COVID this um, or last year. And he had he just finished off the fight that he had. You know, he doesn't want to fight unless, you know, his his father's there. But he also told his mom that he's not going to fight. And um, one thing I admire about that is that when Khabib retired, Dana White, the promoter or commissioner, I think he's a commissioner, I'm not sure, for UFC, he, or maybe... Maybe promoter, commissioner are the same thing. I don't know. But he's he offered Khabib a a flight a fight with Floyd Mayweather for a hundred million dollars. Would you take this fight with Floyd for a hundred mil? And Khabib said no. I'm not. You see, there's nothing that comes between family training and religion for Khabib. You know, there's not a, a, any amount of money in the world that can come between him and those principles. And I've been thinking about that for myself. Well, what are my principles that I live my life by? What are the extremely important things that I hold so close to my heart? And what's the number one thing? And I think the the biggest thing that's important for me to live my life is I have to be me. 
when I first started off on my journey of personal development when I was 19 years old, there's nothing that I wanted more than to be myself. Now, I, did, I wouldn't say it in those words. The, the word that I used all the time was confidence. I really just wanted confidence more than anything on this planet. Man, I wanted confidence so bad. And confidence, if you think about it, well, confidence is not necessarily what I really wanted. What I really wanted was self-esteem. I just didn't know that it was called self-esteem. Because confidence comes from competence. And if you know how to do something, you're confident in it. I'm confident in my ability to tell stories. I'm confident in my ability to play basketball. <laughs> and there's situational confidence. You know, de depending on the context, you know, I may not be so confident in certain contexts when it comes to, to, to basketball or may not be so confident in, in my storytelling ability, depending on what room I'm in and, and who I'm speaking to. But I think confidence is, comes from more like, knowledge and knowing how to do something whereas self-esteem is i'm i'm okay i'm i'm worthy of success i'm worthy of love i feel okay about myself i feel at peace with myself i accept myself and whether or not i'm a good storyteller i'm still okay whether or not i'm great socially i'm still okay whether or not i'm a great salesperson or not i'm still okay and i think that's i think that's important and that's what i really wanted more than anything more than anything is like to have my own inner peace so here i am like the the biggest thing that i hold true and close to my heart is when i die because i really feel like I'm going to die an early death. I don't know why. I just feel like I am. I just feel like for for who I am and the path that I'm on, I just feel like that's just something that would happen. And uh, and I live accordingly. You know, I, I live with urgency and I feel that that's what helps me take massive action because I really, in my bones, feel that I'm up against a clock that's ticking, that's going to run out. And it may run out sooner than, than I'd like. So my thought is I need to just pack my life up with experiences and do what I want to do ASAP because I don't know when that's going to happen. But at the same time, the actions that I'm taking are as if I'm going to live a long life. So I have the urgency of I may live a short life and I, and I act accordingly. 
but I also may live a long life. So don't just solely, you know, live and and try to get short term happiness. It's like, all right, well, let me put some eggs. Let me store some food for for winter because it's coming. And we'll see if I'll be alive for that. Because I really feel that it's possible, like, I feel like I can die any day. And it's not like a health thing or anything like that. It's like, life is so unpredictable. You, you don't, you never know when you might get, you know, struck with the disease. Or you may be at the wrong place at the wrong time. You don't know. You don't know. Do I do I want to live a long life? I I don't know. Do I want to live a short life? I I don't know. But the the big thing is, I feel that I'm gonna die sooner than I expect. And one thing that's very important for me is I want the people in my life to know who I really am. I don't want people to find out about me and my thoughts and my feelings and who I am through my journals when I die. I don't want people to find out more about me through stories that other people say of me where someone says like, oh man, like Greg was was like, man, I didn't know he was like that. Or man, like I didn't know that. Like I want the people in my life to know the important people in my life. I want them to know who I am at my core. I want them to know the embarrassing stories that I have. I want them to know the drugs that I've done. I want them to know me. I want them to like fully know, like I want full transparency. This is who I am. I want you to know that. I don't want to, I want, don't want any mystery. You see, the thing is, it's like, I don't want people to have this image of me that they think who they think who I am. Like, oh, I think he's this kind of person. And then I don't want to like subconsciously try to live up to that image that people have of me and like trying to uphold it. You know? I I don't want that. I want people to be like, all right, like I I really know who he is. I know about him. I know about his fears. I know about his darkest moments. I know about uh, just terrifying instances in his life. And I, I hope that my, my story of who I am, how I lived, I hope it inspires others. And I hope they take that into their relationships. And I want I want people to liberate themselves because I just think that with society and this there's just tremendous there's just so much pressure to not be yourself there's just tremendous pressure your family wants you to be a certain way your family wants you to talk a certain way your family wants you to behave a certain way your friends expect you to behave a certain way society expects you to behave a certain way you know people like even your your friends, your family, they all they all live their own life how they how they live it. And and then, you know, because they've lived their life a certain way, they they feel the need to tell you how to live your life as well. And it's it's not 
coming from a bad place. Basically, what people are doing is they're just trying to make sense of their own life. They're just trying to make sense of their own life and the decisions that they made. And they need to feel good and comfortable about their own decisions. They need more certainty. And they do that when when they see someone acting outside of that. It scares them. It makes them question themselves. It makes them question their own thoughts, their beliefs, their decisions. And it makes them feel uncomfortable. And a lot of people don't want to feel uncomfortable. They don't like that feeling. They avoid it. I was on the airplane right here. I was thinking, how come everybody doesn't go for their goals and dreams? And I'm like, well, Greg, think about the last six years. That was like extreme emotional turbulence. So yesterday I was hanging out with Yasmina and Aaron and we go down to uh, central London, uh, Piccadilly Circus. I think that's central London. I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm still learning. And we get out there and I, you know, we, I get off the train or the, the tube, as they call it. And, uh, you know, we're walking and then we're like, oh, should we go through this exit or that exit? And then Aaron's like, oh, I want, I'm thinking about like, what would be like the, bring like the biggest effect, right? So I, you're like, let's go this way. So we go up these stairs, right? Rocking up the stairs. And then I get to the top of the staircase. And then I turn around and I see this amazing amazing architecture these big lights like i'm in time it's like the Times square of london i think that's what they how they described it yesterday as well it, it is it is it's like the Times square of london and they're like yeah i can't wait to see you know how how you're gonna take it all in and how you're gonna be so amazed and and i, I looked and immediately you know i just got quiet and I was looking around and I'm like, you're here. You did it. You did it, man. Six years of, of wanting this, of wanting a strong social circle, of wanting, you know, inner confidence in yourself or self-esteem, of having an amazing social circle of having, you know, great communication skills, having a business. You did all of it. The the biggest goals you set for yourself in your life, you did it. You did it. You made it happen. And here it is. Look at where you're at. This is this is where all those decisions brought you to. And it was cra- it was it's crazy to process. It was really crazy to process. But all I can think about, you know what I thought about when I was when I was there at, at the at the end where, you know, boom, I did it. Here we are. You made it happen, dude. Like this is like the finale. Well, it's the finale, but also like it feels like I just getting started. 
because I feel like I'm just I'm entering a new chapter in my life. And truth be told, I didn't think about all the the wins I had along the way. I, I didn't even think really about all the lessons. You know what I thought about? As I'm just feeling overjoyed with emotion, I just thought about all the lonely nights. I thought about all the work. I thought about all the sacrifice. I thought about all the humiliation, all the rejection, all the hard days. I thought about the depressions. I I thought about when I said something in an interaction and I messed it up. Or I thought about when I... just even had no hope some days. I thought about that. Because it was through all of that where I pushed still and I kept going and I didn't give up. Is the reason why I was able to make this happen. And I was grateful like, Man, all those struggles put that moment into context. And I was thinking, well, Greg, how long did it take you to get here? Well, it took me six years. And it's it's no wonder why people don't go down this path because the emotional turbulence is just like ridiculous. And to proactively put yourself through those negative emotions and to constantly fight against the the pressure to be somebody who people think that you should be and to constantly have to explain and or like, yeah, explain to people, your family, why it is you're doing what you're doing. Because they don't understand it. They don't understand you. And having to cut out friends and not hang out with them anymore. You know, and people think you're crazy. People think you're insane. They don't get it. They want you, they, they want to put you in the safe little box. Because it helps them make sense of their own life and the decisions they made. But why is it? And it doesn't make them feel good. Their own their own experience of life isn't pleasurable. Or maybe it is. But I don't know. Where someone feels the need. This is and this is ironic as I'm saying this here. Someone feels the need to tell you how you should live and how you should think and behave and what's right and what's wrong. See, I guess we all have that, right? I think even the people that we admire do that. Because I'm doing that right now. Literally right now. And I understand that. But I think it's very important. Like everybody has advice to give. Everybody's like 
like because it makes them feel good, it makes them feel important, and it helps them make sense of their own decisions and and how they live the world, or or live their life. But it's very important to to block out people that don't live the life you want to live. It's very important to block out people who aren't like the people who you want to be like. I think it's okay for you to listen to people as far as like how you should think, how you should behave, how you should the stuff by like people you really admire and people who have results that you want to have. Because that stuff will shortcut your process tremendously. But in terms of like listening to Joe Blow, who doesn't live a life you admire at all, don't listen to him. Because if you listen to them, what happens is, guess what? You're going to get similar results to them. Because their thoughts led to their actions. And their actions led to their results. So first of all, what they're doing is they're imparting you on their thoughts. And once those thoughts are in your brain, now you might take specific actions like like actions they would take and you should expect to get similar results. I think it's pretty common sense. So it's been it's been tough in terms of you know this journey of really being yourself. I think as I get older, telling the truth will get a lot easier. Cause right now telling the truth is like pulling teeth. Oh my God, is it so difficult? God, it's so difficult. Fuck, man. You know, there's there's just so much, again, the, the words are emotional turbulence when it comes to telling the truth, when it comes to being honest and, and really sharing your true thoughts and feelings that, you know, I, I had a buddy uh, yesterday, we were on a, a mastermind call with uh, my group of friends. He says something very fascinating. He says, you know how you have a thought in your head? And then there's, but there's a filter that is in your head that you run it through before you say it. And that filter can be helpful because it keeps you from saying something uncalibrated or keeps you from saying something offbeat or something, you know, that wouldn't be okay. It's hard to let go of that filter and I'm going to have a conversation with one of my mentors who just doesn't have that filter like so like I'm curious like because I want to ask him were you always like this this were a certain point where you weren't like that and like you you went through a transition where you started becoming more authentic and you started being more just like absolutely no filter. I don't care what people think. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say whatever's on my mind. Um, is it difficult for you still to tell the truth? Like, what's that like? Because when I look at him, I'm just like, dude, you just give no fucks about 
what you say <laughs> and who you say it to. <laughs> it's really inspiring. So I'm excited, but at least right now it's tough. And I think his words will help me, will help guide me through this, this journey. And I think that's why mentors are so important. Because if, if I didn't have this relationship, who who would I talk to? You know, I, I looked on YouTube. I said, why is telling the truth so difficult? And I'm looking for, I'm looking for videos of like the telling the truth. And I find some Jordan Peterson stuff, but it maybe I should look more into it. Because I just don't understand Jordan. I, I don't understand him. I need something a little bit more simple. But I can't find something like, so like with my mentor, it's like, oh, I have direct access to somebody who I can actually ask questions of that can help guide me through this in my particular specific instance. That's like invaluable. It's priceless, like to have somebody like that. And like, you, I, I literally can't even find stuff like that on YouTube. Like, how come people aren't putting out videos about that? Like, why telling the truth is so difficult? And why being your authentic self is so important and what that journey looks like. Like there's nothing on there, which, which makes me curious. It's like, well, you know, you can, you can have your own niche on that. You know, you could, you know, you can create content on, on telling the truth and and becoming the person you want to be. And I, and I think there's definitely a market for that. And It's, you know, it's tricky because on one end, it's like, you know, yeah, put out content that you that you want to put out, you know, but it's also like, well, put out content that the market finds valuable. But um, I don't know. There's a lot to process. There's a lot to think about. What I do know is it's a difficult journey to, to really fully be yourself and fully accept yourself. And I think with our generation, the younger generation, we care about that a lot more. You know, we we care more about being happy and fulfilled in our jobs. We care a lot more about being our true selves and, and feeling like you're making a difference and having some intrinsic value. We we care a lot about that. And we care more, we 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 look at how the previous generation did it. And we see we see our parents who are living who are working jobs that they don't like. Uh, we see our parents maybe not so passionate and happy about their jobs, but they're doing it because it helps pay the bills and it's it's a good job and it helps them take care of their family. And we look at that and, and we don't see them being very fulfilled. We don't see them being very happy. We don't see them, you know, living with tremendous amounts of passion and and just this huge joy and rush for life. We don't see that. And and then, you know, these these are the people who are telling us, hey, you should do this, you should do that, you should this is what you should do. But it's like, no, I don't want to do that. Cause you know why? Because you look miserable. Because you, I don't want to live how you live. You're telling me that that's how I'm supposed to I'm supposed to do this? Like, I don't think I I don't think I'm supposed to. I don't think I'm supposed to get a job that I'm supposed to have for 30 years that I'm supposed to despise and tolerate. Uh, because it makes me money and it provides me enough money to to buy a house. Oh yeah, let me do that. Let me let me root down in 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 a house um for for you know my my entire life 
and you know root myself down to one location and, and work in a job that I don't really like and it, 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 fuck that dude I don't want that and I think what the internet has showed us is that there's tremendous opportunity to live how you want to live and do what you want to do and the in the you know the older generations are they're very skeptical about that and because you know in their 20s they they weren't exposed to that they they didn't think that this stuff was possible so they they have these beliefs about life in the world and they refuse to accept it and change and believe it you know, you as you get older, you know, you be, you become more rooted into a particular kind of person, and and your neuroplasticity gets weaker and weaker and weaker as you get older. And you know, you you're less open to new ideas. You're less open to try new things. And then, and then you know, you. you you have the you have the story that you tell yourself. I am this kind of person. Oh, I'm not. This is all this shit. And it's harder to it's harder to break. These habits are rooted from 20, 30 years. You've had the same thoughts on like on a loop for 20, 30, 40 years. It's like, yeah, of course it's gonna be hard to break that. And for us, we're young, like we're we're sponges and we're seeing the world anew, like, whoa, look at this. Like we haven't had like the 20 and 30 years of of like uh, being an adult to like form like strong ass opinions about the world and how it works because we don't have enough references. So we're, you know, we're naive, we're unsure. And that's why I think mentors are so important because these are the people who live the life that we want to live, but who, when they were our age, they were like us. They, they saw opportunity in the world. They wanted more. And like, that's what led them to that. And we get to ask them questions as far as like shortcutting the process. And they feel great. They feel like they're contributing. And they remember what that's like. They remember how their parents thought what they were doing was dumb. And and even more so back then. Back then, who who the hell became entrepreneurs? It must have been crazy to be an entrepreneur. Back then, you you go to college, you go to the military. Or you go get a job, you know, some kind of government job or something like that, right? Those are like the the clear paths. Even when I was leaving high school, you know, I, I remember, I remember, no, even then it wasn't even about entrepreneurship. I remember it was like, I remember thinking like, oh yeah, there's like three paths that you can take. Either the first path is you go to college, which is what I did. I went to community college, or you can go into the military. Those two were crystal clear, or you just go when you start working, you get a job somewhere. But I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to get start going into a job. Like I'd go, I'd get a job while I'm in college or something like that. But um, nobody said, oh, but also you can start out your own business. That wasn't even a thought. It wasn't even a thought at all. At all. So you got to think, you know, our, our, like the, our mentors, the, the older successful people, they had a fight against way more than we had a fight over. Cause right now today being an entrepreneur is cool. It's almost kind of expected. Like, 
are you going to be an entrepreneur? Like you can, like, are you going to do it? There's almost, there's almost this pressure to be an entrepreneur. Like, man, I, I should, <laughs> which is cool. It's cool. But the, the older generation doesn't fully understand it and, and accept it just yet. Um, so when, when you talk to these older people, like these, these mentors, uh, these successful business owners, it's like, dude, you have no idea how much pain like I had to go through. They're like, let me let me save you all that pain. Let me help you out. I wish I had somebody. Like, there's either two things, right? Either A, they wish they had someone to help them out on their journey, or or B, <laughs> did I say A? Or no, it doesn't matter. Either one, they wish they had someone to help them out, or B, they had they had somebody who did help them out and they're super grateful for it. And now they're wanting to give back because that person was very valuable in their life. What it comes down to is living the life that you want to live and not living the life you think you're supposed to live. Listen to that voice in your head that is pushing you in a certain direction, but you're very afraid of. Your fears tell you everything about what you want, but we repress it. It's scary. It's uncomfortable. The The emotions are overwhelming and we don't want to deal with it. So to deal with it, we cope. How do we cope? We distract ourselves. And whatever your vice is, whether it's social media, porn, TV, YouTube, whatever the hell it is. It's to escape that voice, that nagging voice that tells you you should be doing something. But that's the voice that's going to liberate you. That voice is the true you. That voice is your full, that voice is your ultimate potential. Do you know that? That voice is inside of you. And it's a voice that if you listen to it, you will get everything you want in life. That's my intuition. That's what I'm thinking. I could be wrong. Check in with me in 20 years and, and see if I still feel that same way. But, um, also, part of me, like, for, for accomplishing my biggest goals, like, part of me, number one, is like, man, I should have set bigger goals. Like, I feel, I feel almost a little embarrassed. <laughs> it's like, I accomplished my biggest goals. Like, what are they like? Well, they, you know, they, I wanted confidence. I wanted my own business. But um, it's like, I almost feel embarrassed without saying, yeah, my biggest goals were like, I wanted to make a hundred million. But it's the truth, like. The biggest goals were I wanted to be more confident in, in everything that I mentioned. And I did it. And, and, you know, I guess I do have some credibility in this because I did it. I, I, I accomplished the biggest things I ever said for myself in my life. And I did listen to that voice. I had to shut that voice up a lot through action. The voice is just so nagging. It's annoying. It's just telling you, you should be doing this, you should be doing this, you should be doing this. And like, go approach that girl go you should be working you should be doing this like that voice is a bitch to live with 
but you can calm that voice down through exercise and, and through action. But that voice will tell you what you really want. A voice will tell you how you think you should really live. And we're constantly looking to ex for permission through external circumstances or to external people to tell us, oh, it's okay for you to, to go for that. It's okay for you to think that way. Yeah, it's, a, it's normal for you to think that and to feel that way. And if you're looking for permission from somebody to listen to that voice and to be yourself, you have my permission. Do it. Give it my, my permission doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. Like give it to yourself. Give yourself that permission. Because that's really all it is. There's nobody that can give you that permission but you. Make the decision. I'm going to start to live and listen to that voice. And it's terrifying. Oh God, is it terrifying? It's difficult. And it's not fun. Who said that? You know, like, that's, that's why I'm just, I'm so glad I unfollowed everybody on Instagram because everybody's like, you should. Um, no, everybody's posting these, 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 these glamorous, nice pictures and look at, like, showing this amazing life that they're living. Dude, growth is hard. Growth is is painful growth is not fun well it could be one thing that my therapist you know is teaching me a lot about is everything is not black and white you know everything is not absolute there's exceptions and all that because i had a tremendous amount of growth this week and i had a lot of fun with it it was great i'm like wow that's awesome that's cool but at the same time, you know, growth is, you know, it's a, it's a hard path. So don't expect it to be rosy and, and glamorous and always like happy and fulfilled. And like, it, it's not like that. You're going to deal with a lot of negative emotions. So. Got an exciting week ahead of me. It's crazy times. Life is just so unpredictable. Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows who I'm going to meet? Who knows what, what, what doors are going to open? Only thing I can do is just keep taking action, moving forward, and uh, never giving up. And amazing things will happen. And living through my own truth. And I'll end with this. I was telling my business partner, it's like, I don't want to set the goal of, I want to make a million or five million or, or anything like that. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Truth be told, I don't care. I honestly feel like I can live the life that I want to live off $500,000 a year. What's more important to me is that I live how I live. I take the actions that I want to take every day. I'm living through my values. I'm living through my principles. I'm being me. I'm enjoying my day-to-day -day and I'm taking steps towards the person that I want to become. And if in that process of me becoming the person that I want to be, if in that process I become a millionaire, great. But, this, but doing this for the sole purpose of trying to be a millionaire, no. I'm more concerned about living a life of 
integrity and you and you can have and by the way you can also have the the goal of being a millionaire and still have integrity and be like i guess so yeah i don't i don't want you to think like these are two separate things it's like for me it's more important to put my focus towards having integrity than it is more important for me to put my focus towards having more money and having a million dollars does that make sense you can get a million dollars by still maintaining your integrity I'm not saying like, I'd rather have, I'd rather have my, they're not mutually exclusive. Okay. I'm saying I'd rather have my integrity than a million dollars. I'm saying I'd rather put my focus towards living through integrity, through living through growth and action and persistence and love and purpose. And if by me living through these values, a million dollars happens, great. That's awesome. That's cool. But it's more important for me to to fill inner peace and that that was a that was a big one for me i was explaining to aaron yesterday like you know we think when we accomplish these goals what we're looking what we're really hoping what it'll, it'll do is it'll bring us peace what we really think will happen by traveling and and making a bunch of money what we really think it's going to do is it's going to just calm that that voice inside of our head that's saying that's just chattering all the time we think it's like in our body we're finally going to just be able to relax our shoulders and take a deep breath and just finally feel okay like we think that's what our goals are going to bring us we think our goals are going to make us finally feel good and peace inside well let me ask you a question like how did that work out for kate spade how did that work out for robin williams how did that work out for anthony bourdain how does that work out for so many other, you know, wealthy people who 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 kill themselves and are are depressed and are, and are and are living miserable lives? And this is not just me saying this. I mean, if you listen to podcasts from successful people, you you sometimes hear them say like, "Yeah, I know other rich people who are miserable. I know other rich people who are just living a, a, a horrible life." I met this one guy at War Room. He he's he was saying, yeah, I'm looking to get this out of the event, and you know I need some help because I make a whole lot of fucking money, but I never have time to do shit. He was frustrated, you know. He wasn't enjoying his life, you know. He 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 didn't have he didn't have the freedom that he wanted. He you know not to say that he you know he's not gonna get it. He he probably had freedom at one point in his business in his life, but I don't know. I don't know the full story. I just know what he told me that in that instance. But to go back to Khabib, that's how Khabib is. He's like, no, I'm not taking 100 million because that that gets that compromises my my principles and how I live my life. And I respect that. It's more important for me to live through those principles, and the act and the the results and the fruits from those principles is what matters. And I was telling Aaron yesterday, I was like, you know, I'm so grateful that I I accomplished my biggest goals, but I did it with integrity i did it without taking advantage of anybody i did it without creating enemies i did it without getting one over on someone or 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 stepping on somebody else or or lying and being malicious like i did it the right way and that brings me peace inside anyway that's it. I'm excited for today. It's a packed day. Going to be, I'm going to work. I'm going to run. I'm going to dance. I'm going to eat. It's going to be dope. With that being said, hey, if you got some value from this, 
I greatly appreciate if you share this. Share this on your Instagram story. If you get value from it, if you're like, man, I actually think my followers would get some value from this, please share it. You know, I, I want to have a bigger impact on more people. So give your friends and followers the gift of Greg. I'll talk to you next week. Peace.